Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Wow. You like that countdown? I love that music. Such a good song. I feel like we're doing coke in Germany somewhere. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. And good night. Uh-oh. Oh, man. What's up, man? Get up, pack it in. Let me begin. I can no win. Okay. Battle me. That's a sin. I won't ever slack up. Punk, you better back up. Try and play the role and you're the whole crew. Well, this is why people don't like you. Stand up. Come on. Throw your hands up. If you got the... Hey. Why? Hey, you. Me? This is why people don't like you. But please continue. It's because you don't think, you don't take a second to think on Martin Luther King Day, you play the white hip-hop first. That's the first thing you play is the white hip-hop song. <laughs> like, you're not thinking. Shit. Shit. If I looked a little further of in this. All the 90s records you could have played, all the Pete Rock remixes. Why that one? Shit. Is you have an agenda. What's your agenda? Shit. Use your platform. That's my favorite thing nowadays. Use your platform. Oh, oh, come on, it was right there. I know. Damn. What do you say? I'm not sure. Do you think Chuck D ever testifies? Oh. oh, okay, thank you. Yeah, apparently he does. He just said it. I was wondering if he testified. What about this? I also could have done this, too. Mm. The Arizona song? No. Oh, that, that's a good idea. Come on, it's the day. Now you're thinking. I was thinking, um... Okay. And it'll bring you out the, out the darkness. Sweet King Martin... What are you saying? I can barely hear you. What are you trying to, why are you talking over Frank? I'm sorry. 
Please. Just... No, you're talking over Frank. Sweet baby Jesus. Apparently, based based on what I learned from our one up listeners on our last conversation, they hear that scene. They go, "This is shit." What is this shit? This is bullshit. (laughs) Just give us a fucking sample and some raps. Why are they Why are they fucking singing on the song? (laughs) You and I, we we hear harmony. We hear melody. Melody. We hear soul. Um, Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Real quick. Just a quick promo piece. Ooh. Next weekend, we 21st and 22nd, I'm out in Belmore, Long Island. Oh, I saw that. That's big. Club. That's big. Comedy club called The Brokerage. It's down the Governor's Comedy Club family. So I'll be out there uh, Friday night, Saturday night. Get your tickets at govs.com. Also, I have a podcast, another podcast besides this one called Talk Clearlier. It is with me and my friend Will Silvance. And we're both oh, two yeah. guys, two comedians that butcher the English language. And I, the reason why I bring it up today, you should check it out. It drops every Wednesday. Talk clearly, spell the word clearly, and then just put an ER at the end. Okay. One time I tried to explain to Will who Martin Luther was, not Martin Luther King, yeah, but Martin Luther. <laughs> oh my God. My head almost exploded. Yeah, that should be on the pod. That, I, I hope it was on a podcast. Is it recorded? Yeah. yeah, of course. It's on there. He had no idea. He had no idea. He didn't. He didn't. All right, he let's, didn't know the difference between a Catholic and a Protestant. Let's let's try to give people a little taste of uh, what Will Sylvan's all about. Here we go. This is Tresh, Tavis Treshcock. Sorry, Tavis Scratch, Tavis Tavis Smiley, Tavis Treshcock, the guy from Oh Prescott, Tavis Prescott. Is that Tavis Prescott? Yes, Tavis Prescott's uh, concert. Tavis Prescott. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. I do. Yeah. I didn't know what you're talking about, but I wanted to at, use at, at Sugarland Sugarland. Sugarland? In Texas. When at the the the, the Sugarland. What is Sugarland? What's that place what's the place that the the riot now riot? Houston. You yeah. Uh, Houston. You call Houston Sugarland. No, the name <laughs> of the place the place is Sugarland. The name of what place? Where the, the he held the concert. You talking about Astro World? Astro World. Astro World. Yeah. Yes. Oh fuck. Oh, you talking about Travis Scott? Yeah, Travis Scott. Yeah. What'd I say? Tavis Prescott. <laughs> That's his brother. Yo. And and by the way, those are just the big obvious ones. There are there are subtle ones that are all the time when I listen to podcasts that I'm like, wait, what just came out? What is happening? Shouts to shouts to Tavis Prescott. <laughs> Yeah, but I Wait, love so this guy, Will. Is he is Will going with you to Long Island? Nah, he's on tour with Aziz. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. That was terrible. That was a bad. He hasn't joke. been around because Aziz, I'm sorry, got him on some quarantine shit. Like, even if he's home, he tells him, please don't do you know, don't fuck up the shows. Don't go out there and get COVID. So, so when he's touring with Aziz, he Aziz yeah. basically keeps his ass on lock. Yeah, this this run, this is a this is a you, you stay know, home, a different uh, situation. But congrats, man! Congrats. How how was uh, the old Aziz Meister? Aziz is good, man. He got a, he got some funny shit. He came back from he started staying in the states because you know he lives in London. Uh-uh. Oh, he lives in London. He got a a girl, fiance, whatever they call it. Um, 
And uh, he came back like right before the holidays and did like a, a, he started working on new shit, then decided to record it. And it's putting out like a half hour special on Netflix. I think in on the 25th, just recorded it at the comedy cellar. Oh, wow. Awesome, man. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, I liked it. It was like, it was, it was easier to just kind of do a cool half an hour and just put it out. And then, um, and then he said, I'm going to do it. Oh, I just knocked my camera. He said, I'm gonna do a little tour and then just sold out fucking theaters and shows because he's Aziz Ansari. I'm not going to lie to you. Aziz, he, he's in that category of um, people who there were a time when I had, when we had like a, we, we had had a bunch of interactions with him. He'd been on our show like multiple yeah. times. And yeah. then there was not that long of a gap. And I saw him out and said what up to him and got the, so the who are you leave me alone vibe that it was a big turnoff. I'm not going to lie. He, I like Aziz a lot, man. And when he's on, he's on. Like I went on the road with him before the pandemic a little bit, a couple times. Mad cool on the road, mad generous. Um, takes everyone out to eat, funny, got, you know, exposing. I like going with big comedians when they expose you to their fan base. Like they're really loving and giving um and it's sometimes he's just in his own zone and at first i thought he was being rude to me and i noticed oh no he just he zones out like he'll get on he'll go on stage record his set immediately put airpods in listen to his set fix it go on stage the next show and it's already different so he's in constant mind you know fixing his shit um zone you know what i mean i mean either that, that's probably true or also he was like who is this schlubola I, I i said what's up to him at a he was at um i had this experience that i'm remembering was at madison square garden at a um wrestling yeah. show so right. he was probably like who is this weirdo wrestling fan loser yeah you were out of you were out of your hip-hop context right i didn't I, nor was i wearing a name tag that said peter rosenberg from hot 97 <laughs> cypher sounds friend so I understand. Yeah, but I, I think I had to remind him who I was when I started getting friendly with, with him again in the comedy zone. Really? Yeah. He, he didn't remember the E.T.? He remembered the E.T. when I brought it up. When you jaw my show. Right. And then he's like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it took a second. Wow. Okay. You know what? And by the way, isn't it interesting, though? I, I We, as human beings, particularly myself, though, you you remember these little insignificant moments where someone was like kind of a douche yeah and it it outlasts every other sort of thing but at the same time on the flip side of that coin we end up grading celebrities unfairly yeah. in a positive way very often because they're meeting us in a context where they need to be nice to us cuz they're they know that we're people who talk into microphones for a living yeah so also, I'll think someone's great, ever, and they're like, wait, wait, you think they're great? You met them at the radio station. That's not what they're like. Right. They're on. They're they're on. Yeah, they're, they're trying to let everyone know that they're yeah. a good guy. But do you ever feel, do you ever think um, there's someone who feels that way about you? That's the thing. And that's why you have to. Like you, I was, I'm sure. That term, people watching, you know, like, oh, it's people watching. Mm -hmm. like at any moment when you're out there in a crowded area and you're people watching like it, it hit me like in a weird way the other day i'm like somebody's people watching me right now mm. or like if you're sitting down in like a little park area having a sandwich go ahead we're getting deep now go ahead 
Yeah, and there's people looking down from the office at you. But we only see the world, the world from our eyes. We're not thinking about the fact there are eyes on us. Eyes on us. And All I, eyes on me. And I, you know, I've definitely had my moments. And I, one thing I know I'm very guilty of is meeting people multiple times and not remembering. Yeah. And and for them, they may remember the moment that we met and had a conversation. And for me, it was at a hip hop thing among a bunch of conversations. I know, man. And I don't remember yeah. it, which is why yeah, I've tried yeah. to go back to permanently saying, yo, good to see you. I've tried to eliminate nice to meet you from my personality. Nice to meet yeah. you is only good for offending people. <laughs> nice to meet you. Okay, I see. Because saying. nice to see you covers nice to meet you. Does it? Not if it's the first time. I know, because then they're like, wait, do, you, do we know each other? Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather have that, less, though. I'd yeah, rather risk that. Of, yeah, it's less offensive than nice to meet you. Be like, oh, we've met three times. That's the word. And, and by the way. And then people, the, the people out there who tell you, oh, we met, we met mad times. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's oh, make, let's make like this one count. They, I like guys that pull down their mask and like, yo, it's me. And I'm like, I still don't know who you are. <laughs> oh, no, nah, no, nah, son. Let me take my hoodie off, pull down my mask. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know you. Sorry. I still don't know. <laughs> I'll tell you what, this life. This 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 fake celebrity life. I call it low level. This low level celebrity yeah, life. Low level celebrity life leads to so many awkward things. Although you know nothing, nothing's better than someone is excited to meet you, and they say to the person they're with, "You know who this is," and the person has a look on their face going, "No." I don't know who it is. Trying to drag you out. Trying to drag the other person out. Come on, let's go. I know. And they're like, yo, you know who this is? And the person's like, no. Yo, that's Rosenberg. And they're like, from Hot 97. From (laughs) 1F. From ESPN. And I'm like, you don't have to make them know me. It's okay. It's okay. Somebody I know, or this girl I know, she's in advertising or whatever. She goes, uh, her... Her friend, dad is your boss, and and I'm like, who? Like Hot 97? No. And I go, oh, ESPN. And she's like, no, the Yes Network. Not. I go, no, but I think it's I think it's ESPN. No, it's it's Yes. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm not gonna argue. Fine, whatever. And you were like, he doesn't work at Yes, so he can't have a boss there. Yeah, so like, but you, but your show airs on yes. Yes, and I, and the person they're probably talking about is probably Flip John Filippelli, mm. who who I know, I know, and I know his kids. I've met his kids, and Flip's very cool, but he's not my boss. You ever you ever go up to him and just go flip, 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 flip? flip. You ever do that? By the way, no, and I really you should, should. because yeah. every time I hear his name, it's not like I don't think of it. I do. So you, I, I'm going to come up to him one day. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Have that on the ready. Hold on. Have that on the ready. Hold on. 
You're the fucking king of missed opportunities. I know. This is such an opportunity miss. Let me let me pull up the the right picture so you can get the feel of what the feeling would be like. Here we go. Here it is. This this is the moment that we need. Here we go. <laughs> Come on, man. It's perfect it's game over. No, not don't yo, you can't play the verse. Yo, yo, flip, you don't fucked up and let me in this bitch. <laughs> Me and him did not, we, we did not used to get along uh-huh. because I, in all of the asshole things I've done over the years, one was definitely refusing to dress how they wanted me to for TV purposes. Right. I was like, I don't get paid for this. So no. What for the TV? You get paid for the radio. I now, but here's the thing. Maybe it wasn't stupid because guess what? I now get paid for the TV. But my first wow. contract, I yeah. don't think I did. I think the first contract, right. I got ripped off. And, you know, as a new guy, I didn't know any better, and my agents got worked. And I believe my first deal, Michael and Don were still getting paid to be on Yes, and I was just there. Right. So they would be like, well, we expect Peter to wear a collar on TV. And I'd be like, but you don't pay me. Right. So I'm wearing what I wear to work, which was at the time – fucking disgusting because even your your regular clothes is disgusting yeah exactly even when i try to dress up (laughs) so i was i go back though and i see those old episodes and i'm like bruh you you don't wear a collar shirt now do you um like most days i do you wear you throw a collar on yeah i've i found i found here's what i here's what the compromise i have now after years in it have found I have certain collar shirts that I like. Um, I I I um I got these joints that are like they're pullover shirts, almost like a rugby mm-hmm. with 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 a button collar here. Yeah, that are a really good in between. Feels casual, but looks a little dressed up for TV. A little butt, little collar. Yeah, like I wouldn't wear it out on a regular day. I the other day I put it on, not in work context, and I was like, I would not wear this out, but. On TV, where you're only seeing me here to here, it has a, it does the job. It does the job and looks fashionable. It's, it's nice. You could yeah. wear a, you could wear a sport coat over it if you wanted to. And when you do WWE, you dress up. Yes, I enjoyed that. Make, I, that I enjoyed. What do you say? How you think that makes flip field? Flip feels. How you think that makes flip field? <laughs> No, I give I give Travis, them Travis Prescott. I give I give them I give them suits sometimes on on uh I'll give suits sometimes on ESPN or yes. I hook them I up sometimes. Fucking, I just gave I just threw out like eight suits. But they're probably they were probably terrible. Let's just be honest. When are they I mean, when any, are they from, bro? Bro, anything where they're like, oh, you gotta dress up. Like oh I'm like oh fuck let me just go grab a suit from Macy's off the rack yeah 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 whatever. bullshit 
just fucking and I and I keep and I put them in a closet. <clears throat> I went to go through my closet. I was like, why do I have all? I'm getting rid of all that. I got I saved three. Yo, I I recently in the last couple of years became friendly with my boy LV, who works. Um, he works with a couple of brands, but the main one is John Varvatos. Yeah. So I started getting the link on Varvatos suits and then, you know, lost a little weight so I could fit into more different suits. Yeah. And now I finally have a closet with like eight to ten suit choices that are nice. all clean. All yeah. gonna be I'm I'm never gonna look whack in any of these suits. But then I had to start using proper cloth to get custom shirts made. So because shirts off the rack are whack too. Horrible. You have to get shirts meant to your. I you know how weird my fucking dimensions are. It's expensive. Yes, yes. yes. Oh, sorry. Wait, why were you so excited to say that? No, I, yes, I know how weird they are. Yes, yeah. I don't like that you were. That I pay attention to your dimensions. <laughs> <laughs> What's going? On? What did you do last night? You did some hip hop shit. Uh oh. Sife's still on that baggy suit era, like two thousands NBA draft picks. Yeah. You guys want nah, the last the last suit I got? I, I got a custom made suit. I got a custom made suit and a custom made uh like a tuxedo jacket. And uh this guy, uh Rob Robbie Suits. Damn, I forgot his name. He hooked it up and I'm like, okay, now I know. Now I just go to him from now on. And get yourself a custom suit. I think like for Dominican's Drew Wedding, I was like, Yeah, I like this is nice. Oh, I know there were some bad I know there were some bad suits up at Dominican Drew's wedding. All due respect, Drew. Wait, why is this playing? Why is this doing this like this? What happened? I shared the wrong screen. I guess the wrong tab. So what did you do last night? You did a lot, a live, real late, live, real so, late. So live. what I've been, what I've been trying to do is, oh, here it is, here it is. You want to see bad suits, guys? Oh, yeah. I mean, listen, we're yeah. talking bad suits, right? This is definitely one of the suits I got rid of. Yeah, that one. Wait, hold that on. suit I just got rid of. Well, by the way, you're better than me. Hold on, wait, look for, wait for me. <laughs> when it cuts over to me and you, hold on, I'm dressed straight up bar mitzvah. <laughs> look at that! Look at that! Ah, you look horrible, yo. Yo, that is yo, safe. Look at that tie. Yeah, that's straight up the fuck. My ties always pop, bro. If I don't give a fuck about suits, but my tie will be popping. Yo, even even in this one, your tie wasn't bad. Which one is this? The purple? Yeah. It wasn't bad. My tie was. Yeah, yeah those I don't even understand why people get ties like that. Bruh. What are you doing? I can't Change get clothes, bro. I can't get over how bad my shit looked in this if video. If you're if you're just listening to the podcast and you're not watching this live, just Google uh Jay-Z on Cypher Sound the Rosenberg show. You will see the horrible suitage. This is no, you had a pocket yeah, square, size. Pocket square tie. Love that. By the way, you look better than me. That's all Jamal right there. Jamal does all that for me. You definitely looked better than me back then. I... Bro, we... I listened to this interview straight through, man. We flubbed it, bro. What, that one? Yeah, man. The radio flubbed one. It. Flubbed it. Yeah, but we made it up. We did make it up, yes. We got I'm one out. We, we was too... Man, I fucking wish... I could do all that again. Like now, what I know now. What, it, I wish so, I could know now. When I was younger. But think about it. In that spot, by the way, we were so nervous 
We were never allowed to do live interviews. We were given no, there was no room to really let things catch a vibe. No vibe. No vibe at all. And that doesn't mean I'm not, listen, I'm not making excuses. We weren't that good. But even like today, on today's episode, at least for patrons or whatever we're going to do this week, you know, we, you'll be able to listen to our, uh, our J, our Betty White phoner we talked about. Um, here, this is, this is better. Here you go, Saif. It's a little better. Fast forward in time to last year. Last year? Here we go. Oh, no. What, why is there an ad running? Oh, it's Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart in an ad? That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. He's he's trying to get a check, huh? I wanna. I didn't know Kevin liked that. Um, you'll hear you'll hear you'll hear in the Betty you'll hear in the Betty White clip how edited and mauled our interviews were. Like it's it was disgusting, disturbing. Like it didn't even sound like radio to me. I hated. And by the way, if Rico's listening, he's gonna be mad at me. I get he did a good job for what he was accustomed to, like, pop radio sounding like. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Look, your man Jerry the King Lawler just wears a sweatshirt with crowns on it. <laughs> if you're a legend, I guess if you had a what? you I guess if you had a, a historic series of matches with Andy Kaufman, you can just wear whatever you want. Uh, <laughs> but but if you when you listen to the Betty White, the chop job, how yeah. fast... They're act and by the way, I'm not kidding. It that one was actually on the better end. And because the thing is, we recorded it and it was chopped up immediately to play soon after. So like it's all on the fly. It wasn't like you could sit back in the studio and be like, nah, don't don't take that part out, leave that part. It was like quick. Like, how do we get this down to two minutes? Yeah, exactly. And and so like you're trying to have anything that resembles a conversation. It just wasn't there. I mean, that's why I was a little surprised that we had had a couple. And by the way, you, you know, what's terrible about that Betty White thing. Why? Why did we only talk to her about hip hop? Like we were like, we have to find a way to make her fit on a hip hop station. So yeah. let's ask her about rap. Oh, and then, um, but I remember the interview being fun and good when we did it. She was she was with all the shits. She was with all the jokes. And then I listened to the, like, because I think about, like, we don't really listen to the shit that plays over the air because when it plays over the air, we're recording something else. Exactly. So then I listened back to it, and I was like, this shit is choppy as fuck. I, and and, and it, it, you know what that makes it feel like to me? It makes it feel completely like pop radio. Yeah, that's exactly. And then because there was one point in the interview, I go, all right, we're going to ask you a bunch of questions about this. And then we asked one question. Right. And I mean, I, listen, we only did like eight minutes with her, but it was cut to like three, yeah. something like that. I remember it being fun, though. She was laughing. She did. She 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 didn't hate it. Uh, by the way, Kieran asked in the um, chat here, JBL MAGA? He was referring What's to JBL MAGA. He said, she's referring to JBL from WWE, who's on the kickoff show. No, J, I, I don't know if JBL would want me to speak on his behalf, but I assure you, he's not what you assume he is. Because Maybe even if he is, so what? Well, let people be who they want to be. I no, I, I I can't do that. It's hard. You can't let people be who they want to be. If someone I love, I find out is MAGA, I I no longer admire them. No. Really, you're done. I no longer admire them. You can't even hang with them. If they're MAGA, not MAGA. they voted for Trump once and then oh. regretted it. 
voted for Trump twice. And they're and they're MAGA. Wear that, the hat now. No, would never associate with. Couldn't be in the room with them. Because of a hat. No, not because of a hat. Because of supporting white supremacy. How about you? How about people that support white supremacy but don't wear the hat? I, I need the hat. I can't tell. If I if I openly know you support white supremacy, who would I hang out with like that? And who would you hang out with like that? I don't give a fuck. You're you're making that point, but you're lying. You wouldn't actually associate in a friendly way with someone who's like, yeah, on the weekends I go to meetings and chase after black people in my town. No, that not not people who wear MAGA hats do that. But they not are all people, they're doing that. Not all people who wear MAGA hats do that. Chase black people. No, no, not not literally physically do that, but that's what they are that's what they're signing up for. There if you if you voted for Trump multiple times through over all these years and hear everything he's saying, you're like, Yeah, this is what I want. It's like saying, I don't want animals to get slaughtered. But yeah, but you eat cheeseburgers every day. Mm, I love a cheeseburger. So do I. So I'm not going to sit here and pretend to everyone that I'm a vegetarian because I'm not. I'm supporting the system that's doing this bad shit to animals. You can't just tell me, uh, I know I support Trump. Yeah, I support him all the time. But for economics, it's like, okay, well, understand you're you're they're they're slaughtering the animals, too, bro. Like, it's not just you're not just getting this your tax break. Yo, your man. I've been I have not been paying much attention to Trump in general, but he spoke the other day. And literally, yeah. they, they, he did this thing that everyone has been suggesting he was going to do, which is he got up there and was like, if you're white, they want you on the back of the line for vaccines. They want you on the back of the line for therapeutics. That's going to be if like you're his. What, if you're white? Yes. That's going to be you're his. white, they want what? They want you on the back of the line. That's his new. Th- that's in life. That's his new thing he's going for. White back people the on the back of the line. They want you on the back of the line. I, I can't, bro. I can't. I can't do. And I can't. Coming back, baby. I can't. And then, and then, like another thing that gets me mad about MAGA people is how openly. Like, okay, I can. I. I won't. I won't like you, and I won't support you, but I at least won't have complete disrespect for your intellect if you tell me, "Hey, he's a moron." Here's what I, why I vote for him, but he's a moron and everything about him is stupid. I won't right. respect you, your morals, but really, because yeah. I'm like, damn, you don't even care. But at least I won't think you're stupid. But when you see, here's what gets me mad, Scythe. You know the black people they put behind him that say blacks for Trump? Yeah. They, they were out in force the other day, okay? Love those guys. Yeah, big squad of them. Yo, they're so racist like black people are so all the same to them that they don't even get that they're not getting they're not hiring black people who even look realistic to be your black people. Right. They're throwing right. in these dudes who so clearly were just like, "Yo, where are we going? Where's the yeah. who's paying us?" Like yeah. they don't even give them clothes that make them look like the kind of people who might be Republicans. Right, right, they just right. give them a loose T-shirt yeah, yeah, yeah. because to them, they're black. That's it. We, yeah. need, we need black people behind them in the T-shirt. Yeah. And so if you could be a person who supports Trump and is able to watch him speak and not focus at all on the clearly paid actors behind him, I don't, just that alone frustrates me. I'm like, who could be that dumb? They're like, oh, they're yeah. out there. They're out there. That's that's very, very hard for me. 
It's very hard for me. <laughs> They're out there. Yo, um, I went out the other day, Sype. Look at you. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Sure Look I did. Look at you venturing out into the outside. Sure I did. Sure I did. I went to um our friend uh Dara has a new restaurant. Oh really? That's right. He does. I, link me. Well you link yourself. Just hit him up and uh Same number? Same number. Where's he at? He's at a new spot called Say Less. S E I L E S S. I Say Less. Because it's called Say Less? I can't go to Say Less. Because it's called Say Less. Is it called Say Less? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's um, 38th and 7th. Mm-hmm. 38th and 7th. Tell you one thing, though. Them chicken satays are still slippity slap it. Yeah, yeah. The, men, the menu is similar, but they add, he has a couple things on this menu that excite me that are a little bit different. Um, okay, but the tr- they got that satay. Oh, they got the satay. Satay okay. is cricket crackalacking. And you know who I saw? Uh, yo, it's been so long since seeing people mm-hmm. that I saw Pecas. Uh-huh. And I was like, normally if I saw Pecas out at a restaurant, I'd be like, oh, hey, it's Pecas over there. If I walk by him, I'll say what's up. But if not, it's not a big deal. You see, you see him all the time. Yo, it's been so long since I've seen any humans. that I was so excited to see Pecas. Mm-hmm. Ran up to him again. A, a record industry guy that's been around for years and years. Yeah, who's now like become actually a, in that Jay Z video we just showed you. He's in the background. He is, and he's often around Hove in different capacities. Yeah, and he's been close with Fat Joe forever. And he told me something that relates to this show, and because of that, we have to try to call someone. We'll see if they answer. 1225. On the Martin King Day. On holiday Monday. (laughs) It is a parking rule suspended day. But by the way, I'm calling Nori, who's in Miami. So he should answer regardless. His parking rules are irrelevant. What? Call our friend Nori. Yeah. He's not answering. You know why I'm calling Nori? Want to find out how rich he is? Because Pecos said to me, he was like, yo, I was just in Miami. He was like, let me tell you, Rosenberg. Our man, Nori, runs Miami right now. Mm. He was like, he runs Miami. He was like, you never see anything like it, how hot this guy is. So I, so I said, you know what? We have to call Nori about that because I think Nori would feel good if if someone like Pecos is walking around using that as a conversation point, yeah, it's now it's now it's reality. That means what it's being Miami. spread. It's being spread through the industry. Yeah, yo, that Nori is has now he's having his. What is this Nori's second or third moment? Uh, I'm gonna say second. And you're not including CNN as one. CNN, NORE, all that is one big moment. You're saying Nori, the Nori solo is different than the CNN. Um, yeah, Nori is where he, Nori solo is where he became a star. 
Yeah, I think I think long run. He's a longevity guy. So you're considering that all to be one thing, one big run. Yes. And so, so you're you're letting um, Super Thug run all the way into nothing. Oh, past nothing. Into Oyemiganto. So you're letting him have that run for basically like what six years. Oyemiganto's what two thousand seven. Yeah, that's a ten year run. Maybe ninety seven, ninety eight. Well, ninety seven, ninety eight. He's on CNN still. No, what's 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 nor uh, Super Thug? Ninety nine. Okay, yeah, eight year run, nine year run, or ninety eight. No, no, because no, banned from TV. Banned from TV. That's the solo album, ninety eight. Okay. Wow, that was quick, by the way. Because War Report was ninety seven, wasn't it? I mean, it's quick when you think back of it, but a year and a half is still, you know, significant amount of time. It's not like it's not like War Report was a smash hit where like they promoted for uh, a whole year, right? True. We probably got three months of promo, and then it was just a classic album that we loved, and then Nori started doing all this other shit. Break it. Yesterday we had a dude on, I had a dude come up and, uh, and be, oh yeah, you asked what I was doing last night. I did real late live. So I've, what I've been, I pre-record real late most weeks because of my schedule, right? And, and recently, I decided to try, after the concert got canceled, I was like, yo, we should just do Real Late Live on the night before Thanksgiving. Yeah. And then I was after I did that, it was so fun. I was like, oh, I want to make this a tradition. Like every Wednesday night at midnight, every year at Thanksgiving, midnight, Wednesday, yeah. to do a Real Late show. And then I was like, matter of fact, why don't I try to do it on three-day weekends? If I know I'm, I don't have to work the next day. There we go. Going and do something to make it a moment. Look at you. So last night I did it and I had, it was supposed to be Joey Badass, Chuck Strangers, and Rome Streets. Of course. But Joey was on set shooting something and was never able to leave. Which, by the way, man, I'll tell you what. I'm not saying I would never want to do anything in television or like serious acting if I was somehow presented with an opportunity. I'm not going to sit here and be like, I wouldn't even want to act. But I will tell you, in terms of things I aspire to do after, like, observing it and being around it in multiple capacities, I have almost no interest in acting. I, I think those days are so fucking boring. I don't know how people do it. He was there all day, yo, doing nothing. It must be so weird, too, as a musician to go from everyone stops for you. Everyone waits for you. You know? Oh, I'm going to do a radio show. Okay, I'm supposed to be there at 12. Tom will be there at 1220. Okay, no problem. We'll see you there. Yeah. And then when it's like, hey, I'm doing a TV show. It's like, all right, what time's your what time's my scene? Oh, you're going to be on at 1 p.m. 
you just be here at 11 a.m. You no, get you, 9 a.m. At 9 a.m. You're going to yeah. get there at 9 a.m. Four hours before you're supposed to get on. Okay, great. Hey, it looks like it's not going to be 1 p.m. It's going to be more like 4 p.m. But you told yeah. me to be here at 9 a.m. I'm already Shut here. Fuck up. Shut the fuck up. I don't know if they'd say that, Sife. I think that would be they aggressive. Say it with their actions. They, no, no, you're right. They say it with their actions. <laughs> and then it just keeps going and going. Yeah, if you don't get something right, the lights off, lunch breaks. That shit's crazy. Like I absolutely, I absolutely want to be a part of that. Yeah. Wait, you absolutely do want to be a part of it? Hell yeah. What don't you want to do? TV production is my next, my next phase. I want to get into real, like for real. TV production. Yeah. You want to be like a grip. <laughs> you want that's you don't you don't think that. Like going to small comedy clubs, that's not hard enough. That's not sort of like grinding your way up enough no, as little I don't comedy clubs. Be a grip. So you want to get people sandwiches? No, I want to be part of the production of a TV show. What do you mean part of the production? Because not I've never actual, seen a, a produce the, a job that I want any part of. I'm curious. Not the actual shooting. I want to help find talent, connect the talent with a good director and good writers, create a show. Shoot that show, you know. So I don't want to be. So, I don't want to be working equipment. So you want to be uh, essentially, you want to be like almost a show creator, an executive producer, show creator. Yeah, you're part of the team that created it, and you have a producer credit. Yeah, you want producer credit. Yeah, and I'm you, good at it. And I'm you really good at it at, at connecting things that would work for people. I'm really good at TV production. I don't like that you're using. Times. I don't think you should be using the term TV production. To me, that's that, what the term is. That's, that's, t- what, that's t- what it's called. TV production. That was like the, the that was my high school the, class. That was the, the high school the class. Umbrella. The term is a, an umbrella term that things fall under it. Yeah, the guy who builds the set is also part of TV production, but that's what it's called. But the couple times I did it, I was really good at. It. I don't want to move to LA. That's the whole thing. Somebody just commented, move to LA. I want to do the, the, the best boy. You want to be the best boy? That's what Corey suggests. Yo, son, the reason why I haven't gone into it as much as I wanted to is because I've been trying to be on TV myself. Wait. And, that you- I, and not for nothing, I did it three times, four times. Yeah, you've been on TV it's multiple just, times. It, it's just... It just it just wasn't nothing hit, and that's what it's yo bro. You could li- you could list amount of people that been on TV and you got a shot and it didn't hit. Like it's more of those than the hits. You know what I mean? It's more of the sh- the shows that get made and they don't hit. And um and uh uh MTV I was on uh, hit you know hit countdown show whatever, and they got rid of all VJ talent because everything was changing. Okay, cool. Then I get my laugh mob laugh tracks. Um, you skipped right by VH1, our big hit series. Bro, let me tell you something. I've been I've been watching the old Hot ninety seven show. Where to find little clips for Instagram and TikTok? Right, that's my new thing. I just go through all this footage, find little clips. I, people love it. People love it. That show was fucking hilarious, and I started going back into my brain. And you remember, even when we were shooting that show, I was getting cool with the showrunner, Ian. And oh, he's a great learn, guy. 
I was trying to learn everything. How does this work? How does this work? I want to be dude. I want to do this. So then, so that show, the whole problem. Uh oh, what's happening? What's happening? Apologize. Um, the whole problem with that show was it, it shouldn't have been on VH1. It shouldn't have been through Mona. It shouldn't have been through the company that makes Love and Hip Hop. That was the mistake number one. It should have been a comedy show, Comedy Central or a Spike TV or a, 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 a Adult Swim, one of them type of FX, you know what I mean? Yep. It shouldn't have been through Mona's company. No disrespect. Um, Mona makes amazing TV shows for what they are. Um, and then the thing is, the guy who they hired, this guy named Ian, he wanted to make a comedy show. He sold it to VH1 as a comedy show. It's a mock reality show. Never was supposed to be real reality because none of us wanted to do love and hip hop. We wanted to make a comedy show making fun of ourselves, like a Curb Your Enthusiasm. They buy it at VH1 as that. Look, you can you can watch the whole thing on Apple TV. Come on, see? Send that link out. Send that link out. You can you can buy the whole season. So then so what happened was somebody bought it at VH1 with Ian Gelfand's vision of a comedy show. Then that person got fired. That person gets fired. The new person comes in and goes, no, no, no. We don't make comedy shows. We make reality shows. So if you want this to be aired, fix it and make it a reality show. So we had already shot, I want to say 80% of it with, I don't want to say scripted, but we had loose scripts. We were all good at freestyle and improvising, but we had- Loose scripts sink ships. That's right, loose script, shiplap. So then the new person's like, no, no, this has to be reality. So when they edit it, they have to edit it to make it look like a reality sh reality show. And that's what fucked it up. Because there were some funny moments in there. I know. I, I um I feel the exact same way. Like, yeah, there were there were there were parts that weren't great, but by and large, bro, the pretty funny show. And Rosenpar Rosenberg parts, because we we're about that comedy life. We were fans of Curb and all that shit. We was, yo, our shit was fire. Our shit was fire because we were in it. Matter of fact, I almost left Hot 97 at that time. And the only reason why I stayed was because of that TV show. Yep. Because I was like, if I'm going to try to be a comedian and I'm on a comedy television show, this could be a perfect um, launch pad for me. Yep. Turned out not to be, but I still, I don't regret it. I learned a lot. Um, and... And our shit, our little fucking interactions, funny, man. But, you know, Flex and Angie, they didn't really give a fuck that much, you know? No, Angie Angie did bet. Angie, Angie cared did, a Angie little more. Like, yeah, Angie was good. Yeah, Flex did. Bro, Flex is like the Wizard of Oz on that show. He's just pop in, say some generic shit, pop out. Yep. He managed what? to not be bothered, basically, at not all. Not bothered at all. What are we doing? Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. Oh, yeah, y'all. Yeah, this is gonna be a good one. It's gonna be a good one. <laughs> y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This. Oh. Psh. But that was his goal. His goal was met. Our goal was met. That wasn't a hit, right? I get laugh mob laugh. Oh, first of all, I get this show joking off on MTV, where I'm a consultant producer. My job was to help them connect with talent. I end up being a writer, a producer, 
talent, everything. Because once I get in there, I fucking figure shit out. I'm like, yo, you should do this. You should put this with this. Then I, now I'm in every meeting. Now I get a promotion. I'm fucking producer. That show didn't fucking hit because it was a fake wilding out. And the wilding out people were like, nah. <laughs> they literally were like, no, fuck out of here. Right. And it's, the network was like, well, wilding out's our moneymaker. Wilding out, they, we're out. They, we're done. We're not going to risk the thing that we air literally 15 times a day. Bro, they were trying to fucking find something similar to come after it, which is what TV people do, TV networks right. do. Oh, this works? Get some kind of similar. We'll make a block out of it. You know what I mean? But I learned a lot on that show. Then I get Laugh Mob Laugh Tracks. When I tell you there was like 19 executive producers that all hated each other and it was doomed from the get-go, but how am I getting all these people that love the show now because they're all watching it on um, HBO Max? Laugh Mob Laugh Tracks? Laugh Mob Laugh Tracks is kind of blowing up now because it's on HBO Max and people ask me, when the next season? When the next season? That shit was canceled pre-pandemic. There's no more next season. That's the problem. Bro, I'm shooting that show in Chicago. I had to shoot one week. I shot all the stand-up stuff in Chicago one week. I got paid a lot of money to be one. Now, I tried hard to be more part of the whole show. Because I was like, oh, I want to be in this part and this part. And there was too many bosses. They were like, we don't even know where to fit you. But, but you, I, 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 you're, it's amazing how passionate you get about working on the inside of TV it. shows. I love it. I love it. It's really what I'm good at. And I've told Ian Gelfand numerous times. See, here's my problem. I'm at a certain level of fame, quote unquote, our fake level, low level fame. But I'll take a shit job in production to get in. Like, I'm like, Ian, let me be, let me just be around you. I'll fucking help you out. I'll be like your assistant. You know what I mean? And he thinks I'm bullshitting because he really needs someone to do the job that I'm asking to do. And he thinks I'll do it like sometimes and not show up. And I'm trying to tell him I'm going to show up. Yeah, but he's not going to feel comfortable letting you be his assistant. No, but that's why I don't, not assistant, but you know what I mean? Like I'll do shit work. Like, like assistant directing, like yelling at everybody. Like I'm good at it. When I did joking off, I was good at it, bro. Yeah, I think. Like, and, and I talk, and I talk that shit. I don't have to go around with this the little white girl. Like, hey guys, we need you on set. I'm like, yo, yo, what the fuck? Let's go. Yo, put that jacket on. Let's get on set. They're like, oh my bad, Sife, my bad, because I talk their language. You know what I mean? Yo, what the fuck? Put that jacket on. Let's go. But I could also be like, hey Melanie, we need you to, we need you on set. But Thank then what so if much. then what if she's like, I'm gonna get to you and I'm gonna get to you? No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I ain't where you from. I'm from where I'm from. Jazz on set. It's just flat ass on set. Excuse me? <laughs> I've been I've been in Pilates. Bro, I met Niall Evan, who is the, the guy who runs Wild and Out. There's Nick Cannon and there's Niall Evan. Oh, Niall's a great guy. Bro, I met Niall Evan. He came in to do consulting work on uh, the show I was on joking off, not, I wasn't on the show, but working on it. And that, that he came in to do consulting work. And that's when he was like, nah, fuck wrap all this shit up. But I met him and that's how I got to work on wild and out. What'd you do on wild and out? Same thing. Same thing. I did on joking off. They hired me. They hired me to, they, they brought in a bunch of new social media stars who've never been on TV. 
and they were like, hey, these guys are great on Instagram or Facebook, whatever the fuck is social media, YouTube, but we need them to get better at being live on stage. Can you help teach them some improv tricks? So I come in as an improv teacher because I did all, they knew I was in that whole improv world. My job was from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Help these kids run improv games. Then we go to lunch and you can go home. I'm like, can I stay? Because that from 2 p.m., to seven or whatever is real rehearsals and all the veterans of Wild and Out come in. Hey, can I stay and observe? Yeah, of course. Hey, do you mind if I throw them some jokes? Bro, there was one time Niall stood up and, and screams at the writers. Why is Cypher Sounds writing more jokes than y'all motherfuckers? I was throwing jokes to everybody, bro. Yo, you but, should say this. You should say this. But but this, I think but what I hear you talk about this what i think is i i still almost feel like you have so many things you're so passionate about doing that which is the thing you want to do it's all related i know but it's uh, i guess no it is it's 100 percent all related but it's just their hours in the day like how do you how do you um bro the, the the those tv shows tape for like a month Right, those type of shows like a while and out, they knock that shit. You do pre-production two weeks, you shoot for two weeks, it's done. True. Right? So, so those type of shows, yeah. My stand-up, my stand-up has to pause for a month or you know, only weekends or whatever. I get to while and out to train the do the improv shit. I get hired as a writer. Uh, associate producer, whatever fucking term they got. Then they're about to go shoot. And um, I'm done. The, the network, MTV's like, hey, Syph, thank you so much. You did a great job. We'll hopefully get you on the next season. Thank you so much. Now I was like, nah, he got to be on set. He got to be on set. They're like, oh, well, we don't have the... No, 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 he got to be on set. So then I got to go set for two weeks. I'm throwing jokes, coming up with new games on the spot. Oh, fuck. The guy who had to do warm-up for the audience is not here. Scythe, I'm good. Boom, I go warm up the audience. I got fucking celebrity guests that I booked. Then Wendy Williams, the reason why I was on one episode is because Wendy Williams was there. And she's asked, what do I do? What do I say? Okay, we got this for you. We got this. We got this. I go downstairs. She's like, tell Cypher he got to be on with me. So they're like, Syph, you got to go to wardrobe right now. Get you a wild and out jacket. Why? Wendy won't do the show unless you're on with her. Okay. Wow, I never heard that part. I never knew you and Wendy were so close. I didn't know he was so close to you. She called me Envy a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> she, went, she went from calling you Envy to now she needs you. Well, Wendy used to do this uh, comedy series in Jersey, and it was all women, but they would have a guy or two guys open up. Like it was like a joke, kind of like the women run the shit, but you guys could open up. So I did that once and she was like, yo, you're funny as fuck. You know what I mean? So then when she saw me on Wild and Out, she was like, oh, I need you, I need you. Anyway, whatever, I'm getting, I'm long-winded. But you're really, you're really, you really are. But I'm just saying, like Rosenberg. That's what I'm, so my job, I want, I've been trying to get on TV forever. And I'm like, you know what? I'm wasting my talent of which I'm really good at finding talent, putting people together and making something. You know what I mean? 
i.e. Rihanna. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Rihanna turned out to be the biggest global superstar. But all I was doing was what do I always do? Yo, you would sound good with this guy. You should work with this guy. You should come here. That's what I do. Then fucking stupid ass Michael Chase show. Me and Mike, I'm working Michael Chase for years. Years since years ago. Years ago, way before Chameleon was in Brooklyn. Yeah, no, probably the same time. I'm working about the same time. I'm working Michael Che. I'm like, because I know he's going to get a production deal. And he ain't going to run it. Somebody got to sit in that chair. I'm like, that's me. That's the job I want. So he's talking to people. Boom, boom, boom. Yo, this is my guy, Sife. When we get this shit, Sife is in. Sife, da, 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 da. Right when we about to do it, COVID. So... I'm like, what's up with the production shit? He's like, yo, every is all these precautions. You know, I'm doing it with the with Broadway Video, which is the company that produces Saturday Night Live. They, you're not hired by them. They have all these COVID precautions. Here's what I'll do: I'll I'll put you on as a writer, but do all the shit we talked about. Then I'm getting treated like a writer. I'm not a good sketch writer. I know that. I know that. Mm-hmm. I know I'm not a good sketch writer. But the shit I was supposed to be doing, I never got to do. I was like, yo, can I come on set? They're like, no one can come on set unless you're absolutely necessary because of COVID. We shot in the height of the pandemic. So I can't catch a break. It's well, so, but what was. Nah, I'm, 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 I'm joking, but like, I'm just saying, like, all these things. I, if you, I, my goal was to get on TV, I've got on TV multiple times. And I got something new coming, which is another shot. At TV. Oh. You haven't told me anything about it. Oh, it's on TV. I was going to tell you today. Really? Oh, it's on TV. Tell me right now. Oh, no, no, I can't tell you right now. You can't tell? It's only, it's only, there's only 55 people here. No, no, I can't say. I, I, I'll, get, I'll get fired. How soon is it? Oh, it's soon. And is it doing what you were just Talking about wanting to do? What is it? Can you tell us at least what it's doing-ish? I'm on air, but I've already started talking and be like, yo, you know you're missing this, or you know you should get this guy. And they're like, oh, my God, thank you. Yes, thank you so much. Is it comedy-related? It's hip-hop-related. Oh, so it's... But they want me because they want to bring... Oh, you'll... such an idiot. You'll love it for multiple reasons. It's hip hop related, but they want to bring some levity to it. So, who are you gonna get? No, not you, me, me. Why not? No, I'm the comedian. But you you need comedians or just people who are hip hop and have levity? Comedians. Oh, so there's a it's comedian based. No, 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 no. It's not. It's hip hop based. You just want to keep me. You want to keep my dirty Jew paws away from it. That's what you're saying. Never that. You don't want me to. Come and get my bro. You don't. I never that. I want to make a yeah. sound Rosenberg something, but we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we got something we're working on that we're gonna tell all our fan, uh, fan. I hate fans. What, what do we call these people? Fucking jerk offs. Yeah, that's fine. They might like that better. Jerk offs. That's nice. Yeah, people who wouldn't crazy. like that. Well, Sife, that was, ladies and gentlemen, that was the history of Sife Sounds working <laughs> in television. I don't know who asked for it, but it was a... Uh, hey, this, though. I used to DJ for Little Kim. Is that true? That's because... Yo, I'm getting all in my comments. People are like, yeah, Cypher Sound, da-da-da-da. Yo, you used to DJ for Little Kim? I'm like, fuck y'all, man. 
How about this? George says, tell us or we all cancel our Patreon contributions. Okay. He, the- he can't tell you guys. He How can't- would I let a, a TV contract... Why would I fuck up a TV contract to get to... <laughs> Who's Jingle Fett? I don't know. No, Sife, knowing what TV is like, listen, you might make more money from Patreon, okay? Don't disrespect. Don't you dare disrespect. I'm going to get something. Don't, you, don't get it fucked up, man. Um. So, we... One thing I have to admit, I'm surprised to say that I care about this. Mm-hmm. There's a news story that has been hot and heavy that I wanted to talk about today. Uh-huh. I know you have to go shortly, but I have to tell you, I, I'm sort of like intrigued by the recent Kanye craziness. I have to admit it. Okay. This, okay, I saw little clips, something with the game. So with him not being going to his daughter's birthday party. Yeah, there's for some reasoning, for some reason, the 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 level of crazy that it's all getting to, I guess, like this, like uh, the Julia Fox relationship starting in one day and then he's like dressing her up and bringing her all over the country and hanging out with weirdo celebrities like, by the way, isn't it crazy like we do like therapy on this show where like we see how pathetic we often are and the ways we need validation. Isn't it wild when you see like the biggest celebrities in the world also are desperate to get the validation of hanging out with other celebrities? Yeah. Cuz what yeah, why on earth would you want to be hanging out with Antonio Brown, Floyd Mayweather and Madonna? Like what is going on? Why would you They're want all that? together? Yes. Where was that? In LA like at a studio session, I think they went to Craig's for dinner. Here's and so so it was basically you have the Julia Fox being trotted around, you have Kanye going out to d- hanging out with all these weirdos, including Antonio Brown and Madonna. That you have Kanye reportedly punching an autograph seeker, some annoying, oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, some I saw annoying that. troublemaker, L.A. type. You have yeah. you know Kanye punching them. Yeah. Then you have Kanye. Um, announcing that he's not allowed to go to his kid's birthday party. Mm-hmm. Then you have him showing up to the birthday party anyway. <laughs> and and through it, the address. and in the middle of it all, you get this from the game. He was one side star from around the way. Ooh, what's that? My life was never easy. Ooh. My life was never easy. That's fire. What's that? New game. Started in my cutlass clutching heat like it's an open oven. Puffing chronic, puffing biggie out the window, speaker subbing. Running to the crypts, so it ain't no discussion. Bullet wounds drenched in Hennessy and teaspoons of Robitussin. Head up phase, got a few concussion. Yeah, Compton's a maze, Dr. Draper cushion. God, please grant my nigga eternal life. We need the beast. Aftermath where you fall asleep, you do not eat. And my belly is full. So this is hard. I love the game, man. The game's so fire. He's underrated. But let's hear Kanye. Go the courts together. Guy in, but tonight, it's how I am in real life. Now it's okay, Mr. Narcissist. Tell me about my arrogance, bro. I ain't bring nothing to the table when I'm the table. 
I'ma turn up the music, wake up the neighbors. I'ma get that thug life tatted across the navel. It's how I am in real life, not just on cave. Mr. Narcissist, tell me about my arrogance. No more counseling, I don't negotiate with therapists. God, yeah, wanna let God in. But tonight, I guess I'll let my pride win. Cousin Dre sent me scriptures, help me see life better. Nigga, we having the best divorce ever. If we go to court, we'll go to court together. Matter of fact, pick up your sis, we'll go to court together. I watch four kids for like five hours today. I wear these easy boots everywhere, even in the shower today. I got love for the nannies, but real family is better. The cameras watch the kids, I stop taking the credit. Not custodial dad, I bought the house next door. What you think the point of really being rich for? When you give them everything, they only want more. Bougie and a ruler, y'all need to do some chores. Rich ass kids, this ain't your mama house. Climb on your brother's shoulders, get that top rhyming out. God save me from that crash, just so I could beat Pete Davidson's ass. Who? And my new bitch bad. I know Illuminati mad. This that Illuminati bitch. This that two Bugatti rich. This that God. I gotta stop it real quick and just say that who is so dumb. I never heard that. That's hilarious, bro. You didn't hear that he said that? You didn't know about this? No, I, I heard the Pete Davidson whip your ass, but not the who. Who? Which, he, which it's Julia Fox. So, yeah, it's like, bro, do you have to be so obvious about about everything you're doing? Jesus. Oh, let's go to the end, though. Also, also he's a dope rapper, and that line didn't even fit. It, I said, yo, I was trying to explain to my girl why it didn't fit. She's like, no, I think it, it works. Fit. It does his name. Many syllables. It's the fucking, syllables don't work. Better than that. I, I, Saif, we are in lockstep. Come on, man. Why God saved me life, from that dude. crash just so I could whip Pete Davidson's ass. That's like oh, some horrible. Rosenberg Thanksgiving bars bullshit. That's not real rap. You're not. Come Bro, on. There's other bars that I just heard that were more fire. Like, right. Well, let's let's get. Second, if you want to diss him, then do it. Here we go. Only God did this. There it is. There it was. Don't interrupt. Just because. Ain't no love. Shoulder shrug. Won't he do it? Yes, he does. Won't he do it? Yes, he does. Won't he do it? My life was never. Here comes the random primo scratches. I, I, I'm pretty sure. Primo? Yes. And, okay. and I'm pretty sure when I heard it the first time, I thought there was a spot where I was like, they should have edited. They don't know how to edit scratches. What is going on? Like, they didn't, they didn't, they used a the part they shouldn't have used. But I'll play. Here you go. Okay, here Next go. one going to be. It's a perfect move. He was once up from around the way. He was once up from around the way. Right there, off beat. Perfect. Boom. He bodied it, but that. The, but that's that, premiere. That's, that's what I love. That's one line. That was line. beautiful. But they fucked him over on one spot. They put it in off beat. I guarantee he wasn't there for that mix. Oh, no, no. They put it in there for sure, yeah. and they put that one spot in the wrong spot, but he killed yeah. the end of it. Wait, Damn. play that again? That play was, that again? All right, hold on. 
Nah, they fucked it up. He was one size up from around. Just because this next one's gonna be. He was one size up from around the way. He was one size up from around the What do you say? Did you speak to Premier about this? No. You wanna, what should we hit him up? I guarantee it was like he sent them like a bunch or something like pick one and then I'll put it in. And then they just put, you know what I mean? It was some something's off. No, yeah, no, he, 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 they were like, yo, could we get scratches? Here's what we want. Gave him a tempo. He sent them the scratches back and they got most of it right, but they fucked up the middle part. Yeah, but he would have taken that, that one part he was, he, 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 he would have did that over and over. Like here's, here's three kind of scratches I can do. Pick one and then I'll do it. And they just put all three. In. <laughs> that, that it could have been that. You know what I mean? Um, but so by, what, what is that song on? It's just a game it's song? It's a random loose random loose game joint featuring Kanye. Bro, hip-hop is winning with Kanye right now. Nori, Nori's whole deal. Nori, I think Nori's whole deal was about to be re... Um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, renegotiated. Okay. And then the Kanye shit hit. Like, it ain't getting no bigger than that. No, it, th- there, that is a really good point. You know, he, he does a lot of shit that I think is trash but he's giving as they say in the wrestling business he's giving a lot of people the rub didn't he do didn't he give beanie a lot of money it was rumored that he was going to i don't know if he did i hope he did um but i did i i I do find like yo it's crazy to me that i saw on social media which i hate and which i never went on i saw people a lot of people being angry at kim kardashian yeah. For not allowing Kanye to see his kids. And I'm like, wait, y'all just watch the ramblings of a crazy person and just right. take every word at face value and start being like, yo, the le- the level of sexism, like say what you want about Kim Kardashian, but she has not shown herself publicly to be like an out of control, crazy person. Like she right. is, she's disciplined. She she involves herself in issues she cares about. She's pretty well put together. Mm-hmm. Kanye literally is beating people up in the street. He's loose as a fucking goose, okay? All he has to do <laughs> is pick up a camera and go, yo, you don't let me see my kids. What the fuck? And the whole world's like, see, I told you she was a hoe. I'm like, yeah. how did wow. you give him all wow. the credence, all right. the credibility? Like, you just believe... First of all, you're a loser. It's not your business. Why are you publicly even making a statement on whose side you're on? But right. why are you believing this? I hate when someone calls someone else's baby mom a hoe. Like, we're, we're going to make up eventually. We got to raise yeah. these kids. And now, like, all this horrible talk is out there. I know. You're saying horrible things. They have four children together. <laughs> and, like, listen, I, I'm, no, I'm no Kardashians fan. But, like, there's no denying... That she took her a situation and made, to say she made the most of it, would be no, the understatement of the millennium. You're talking, about, you're talking about in general. Yes. No, but let me tell you something. That family, 
listen, this is my personal opinion. Who? As, oh, this is me. Okay. This is me. I have no problem with them personally. I'm sure they're fucking fine people. But all the shit that they've done calculated-wise, and then to then put Kanye, I think they slipped up by letting Kanye be the in the equation and thinking they were going to be able to run him. Yes. You know what I mean, like, like now is what I expected to be happening with Kanye. And he's like, nah, you ain't, ain't going to out-fucking crazy me. You right. How crazy me. I'm not going to end up just being, I'm one not going to, a pawn in your game. Basketball players that are now not talked about anymore. Yeah, I'm not, like, I'm not Chris Humphreys or Lamar Odom or Tristan exactly. Thompson. I'm not that. No, I'm like, he's firing back, which is like, as a, as a pure spectacle watching observer, I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's what you get. You try to think you can control every black man, and you put the crazy one in, and his, <laughs> and and as as Malcolm said, the chickens, the chickens, the chickens have, have come, come home, home to roost. <laughs> no, no, they absolutely now, brought now, it now upon I'm themselves. Laughing, I'm not laughing at, at at any mental illness. I feel bad for Kanye. I think I think he does. I think because I through an inside source. Go ahead. Through an inside source, someone that I know worked with. Kim Kardashian okay. and was like, was saying like, you know, oh, Kanye's having bad episodes. And from what I know from people in my past who I know people who had who had to deal with bipolar, uh, bipolar situations or schizophrenia or whatever, that shit in the, in the real life of it, that shit is sad, depressing, frustrating, hard to deal with. And those people like a Kanye, Say they're not going through something. I'm not having an uh, episode. I'm not crazy. And it's like, oh, that's what crazy people say. You know what I mean? Did you, did you used to DJ for little Kim Kardashian? <laughs> Bravo, Corey Ball. Is it Corey Ball? That was Corey Ball, I believe, who Bravo. wrote. Bravo. I used to DJ for little Kim Kardashian. <laughs> no, it is. It, it Listen, there is. I think with Kanye, the ultimate question of mental health problems or like complete asshole um, or maybe it's not like full on mental health problems, but it's just like, you know, social problems, you know, like some version God, of health is a fucking big umbrella. I know term. the biggest yeah, it's, it's it's and it's so overused. So also, assholes also have mental health issues. It's not like you get mental health issues and you become an asshole. Like you might have already been an asshole. Right. And that's the thing. Are they are they mutually exclusive? Like no, that's what I'm saying. People think like if once you get mental health, then you're all of a sudden a saint or a great person. Like you're still an asshole sometimes. Like you just don't want to fucking kill yourself, but you're still an asshole. You know what I mean? Whatever it is. Right. Because that I guess that's the hard part for me is like I can't get past even and, and it's a very strange. The relationship because I feel so personally connected to Kanye's music often, but he and, he and isn't he is an asshole though in so many settings he's and and, and I've oh, witnessed it and I know do, about it. I don't care about the asshole next door. I don't care about the asshole that's at the comedy club. I don't care about Kanye being an asshole. I love his music. 
I love Kanye music. I love the way he raps. I love the way he puts songs together. I love his beats. Not everything. Some shit I'm like, this is whack. This is weird. Like any of the artists I like. Right, correct. All this crazy shit is like, wow, he's he's wild. But when he when he had the MAGA hat, same thing. When he had the MAGA hat, he's all with Trump. Bro, you made graduation. Like, you're wild right now. I never would follow you for my political views or fucking any type of movement in my life. But crack music is one of my favorite songs of all time. I know. So I can still go listen to crack music or fucking um, uh, Barry Bonds or fucking Yeezus album and not have to associate it with you're crazy. I also love Barry Bonds. I'm glad you said that. And it's fucking my boy, my boy, this kid, comedian Ian Lara. Oh, he's so he's 30. He just turned 30 or some shit. Young fly comedian from New York. Because a lot of comedians are just like bummy. He had the Kanye, the Gap. Kanye code on the other day. <laughs> I said, yeah, you are a hype beast. How, You're a fucking hype beast. How did he even go about getting? I don't how would you one even get stock that? X. Stock X for gap products. Cause no, the, the Kanye Yeezy the Yeezy shit dropped, the gap shit. Right. So of course everyone bought it and then they're um, reselling it. Well, how how is it? Is it weird and boxy? It's a big ass. It's a big, the, one of those jackets you see Kanye in a big ass puff jacket, but puff jacket without the lines. Like there's no actual, there's one big bubble. You know what I mean? And Ian is like short too. I'm like, bro, that jacket is swallowing you. Like, Yeezy Gap. It, which, oh, I see. Oh, there's puffy red one. He had a, like an army green color kind of thing. Well, it was dark. So like a, like a dark green or a dark blue or something like that. Oh, I see a dark blue one. I see blue. I get Ian. Hey, if Billy June, if you're still on, remind me, get Ian Lara on this podcast, man. He's fucking dope. He's not here, but he'll hear it later. Okay. Um. All right, well, Saif, listen, I think you're a great guy. What? Thank you. It's what y'all been waiting for, ain't it? What people pay paper for, game it. They can't stain it. They want something new. So let's get reacquainted. Became the hood favorite. I can't even explain it. I surprised myself too. Life of a dawn. Lights what? keep blowing. Coming in the club with that fresh shit on. With something crazy on my arm. <clears throat> and here's another hit, baby bombs. We out of here, baby. Yes. We out of here, baby. We out of here, baby. Dude. Dude. Yo, Picasso was crazy, bro. I can't stand it. What is this one? What'd you say? What is this one? What do you mean, what is this one? It's the glory. Now where the south side. Now where the west side. You want to be Christian so bad, bro. Say it again. You want to be Christian so bad. Even if I don't hit again, dog, are you fucking kidding? My hat, my shoes, my coat, Louis Vuitton sticks with Donald Teller Versace. That's Louis Vuitton bitch. I think. What'd you say? You love gospel. I guess I do. I really love it. I love it sampled. Although I don't think that's a gospel. You want to be a black gospel choir singer in a purple, long purple robe with gold trim. Oh, I don't even know. I forget what that glory, what the glory sample is. It certainly has gospel feel, like though. Jackson. It certainly has that. Oh, yeah, it does. It does feel like Mahalia Jackson. Um, Cipher, uh, 
I, I, I might come see you this uh, do some comedy this weekend. I'm thinking. Man, I'm in, I'm in Long Island now. But what about Friday? Friday and Saturday. Well, I mean, I might be doing a late show in the city. Late show, huh? What is this? What is this right here? Look at this alien right here. What is this? What is this? Oh, that is weird. And no, no, I remember that looking this there? up. I remember looking this up. It's not gospel. It's like folk. It's folky. What do you mean? The Kanye sample. Listen. Here. Fucking. Folk record. Folky white lady. That's, that's, that's stolen gospel right there. She's doing, you're saying she's doing a cover? I don't know if it's a cover, but it's gospel like inspired. It's like 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 when Ray Charles first came out, his had gospel undertones, but it was, you know, he was talking that dirty shit. But it's called Save the Country. Uh, I, I, I hear what you're saying though, tone wise, you're correct. Um, hey, by the way, everyone, uh, I, I don't, I didn't plug us. I don't have anything truly to plug, but I'll say this this week when I dropped the, um, the episode of, oh, you look, save the country was done by a bunch of other people too, but no one Thelma Houston did it. Roseanne cash did it. The fifth dimension did it. Bobby Darren did it. Interesting. Um, Look on the Hot 97 YouTube channel, though. The, the the freestyle that my man Rome Streets did on Real Late last night was the best live freestyle I've heard someone do. Yo, Saif, last thing I'll say. This dude, Rome Streets, came up yesterday. Underground Cat. Really, I think you'd like him a lot, actually. This is, give you a taste. This shit's called 96 Naughty Windbreaker Shit. <laughs> Naughty windbreaker shit, living dangerous, leaving all my ops spaces with razor rips. Peep these niggas biting my staff, they go a plagiarist, the bitches scream. When I played your shit, started out with one and then I made it six, the plug came through. <laughs> Shit's terrible. But yeah, I thought, where's he from? He's from New York? Yeah. So, yo, he got up yesterday and, and we were doing the interview and he seemed like, you know, like during the interview seemed very loose, like, you know, maybe feeling it, had a, had a drink, maybe feeling a little bit like loosely yeah, nice. talking like yeah, a little nice, maybe, but maybe it's just personality. I don't know him well. And, you know, he's being very open and he told me he, he, what he, what he wanted to rhyme over. And I was like, okay, let's see how this goes. Cause you know, these days with rappers, even the underground ones, a, you're never sure if they're going to want to rap. And then when they do, you're not sure if they're going to be good or not. And he wanted this beat right here. It's a killer shit, guys. Shouts to my boy DJ Mike Medium, who looped that up so clean at the end and was bringing it back. Scythe, he went so hard. Right. Editing himself, bodied it. Did not have a fucking word slip the wrong way. Like, it was clearly the written, he'd clearly written bars for this, yeah. bodied it without any hesitation, and afterwards, I was like, we went to, we, we came out of the segment, I take my headphones off, I'm like, bro, 
That was fucking incredible. And he was like, I've been training for this my whole life. Wow. And I was like, that's the shit. How old is he? He's probably 30. Damn, something like that. Fire. And he, yeah, it was, it was a special moment. So look for that video. I'm going to put on my socials and everything this week. But it was pretty amazing. Cypher, have a great week. Tell me about the Man. TV thing. Let me know. Do me a favor, guys. If you could, we're at the end. You already follow me. Thank you for following me, man. Uh, like, comment, share. Big. The biggest thing for me, I need right now from all my one up, my one up people and support. Your one up family. Family, share, because this comedy shit is starting to really work, especially with the social shit I'm putting up. I just need it to go out to people who don't know me. That's the goal. So share, share, share. And and by the way, for everyone who's here, that that really goes for Wanep too. Like, you know, it's I know it's nice that it's Wanep's your own little thing that you have. And yeah. we believe me, we all understand we're backpacker nerds. We like to have our own thing. But really, please tell people like if you're listening to this every week and you love it and it's a positive part of your week, is you feel like you have this podcast and blah 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 blah. Please tell a friend and tell a friend so we can continue Bro, to like, grow this. I'm, ish. Not, I'm, I'm not joking around. I'm not trying to be a dick. This is serious. I'm getting a lot of messages from people who say, this sounds so corny, but this podcast really helps them get through the week. And they talk about shit that they're going through, that we're going through, that we say it, and they, and they have somebody that it represents. So if you know somebody that needs that little boost, share this shit, man. Yeah, maybe it's something, maybe it's something that'll, uh, you know, make them feel a certain way. Also, Seth, we need to we need to select better things to share because we have fucking crazy Billy June making those decisions. Bro, but the, the thing is... Come on, he doesn't know. I he doesn't the, know. He's a weirdo. Nems, I mean, I love him, but... The Nems Biggie story, I put it up weeks after we did the interview yeah. with Nems. It got a lot of... It's good, but it's like the way it's... I don't... Fuck Billy June, man. I'm sorry. Wait, wow. Well, you know what it is also, though... I wonder if people really like that the clips. Well, this is so behind the scenes and unnecessary. But all the writing on the screen, all the extra shit. I feel well, like it doesn't work for TikTok and Reels, which is what I'm focused on lately. You gotta cut to our faces when we're talking. It's a little extra work. You got hey, but you gotta do that. It, it make it, it matters. So the it's question. Facebook. So I could allow Billy June to do this during an ep. I could have Billy jo June during doing this. Yeah, where he's cutting I mean, back and forth yeah. on us, we could do yeah. try it. Salute. All right, love you guys. Everyone have a wonderful week. And MLK, what is this? What is this? No, this. What is this? Yo, what is, what is this? What is this? Go read letter from Birmingham jail today. Celebrate Dr. King in some way. Don't just put up a fake post on social media. So long, everyone. What is this day? Is this his birthday? Are we celebrating his I birthday? I think the 15th is his birthday. Okay. Happy happy birthday, dog. Well, excuse me? <laughs> I said happy birthday, dog. You can't. It, his birthday is January 15th, 1929. Okay. Why can't I say happy birthday, dog? He just, he's be, I, he just can't. He's can't. I bet. I guarantee. I guarantee there was some hood dudes around Martin Luther King Jr. When he was in his prime that were holding him down. Ain't no different than what, what he's doing. Ain't no different than what Kendrick or any of them are doing. I guarantee Martin had some thugs around him, and they were like, yo, happy birthday, dog. I don't even think people were using the term dog back then, though. <laughs> Whatever the term was, that represents what I'm saying. 
Do you think anyone reasonably out there used the term my guy to, to <laughs> Dr. King? I don't think my Yo, guy was Yo, I got to like tell that. you, that was a crazy speech you did in Washington, my guy. <laughs> that was... How about the guy? How about the guy that was late? Yo, you did it already? I just did it. Damn. Yo. I mean, how was it? Wait, you the Washington one? It was that wasn't the big one. That was today. That was the that big was one. The, that was the really big damn. historic one. Damn. No, I was at the I went to the mall. I thought you said it was at the mall. I kept looking I was, for you too. I was I at to, the I was at the Hecht company but trying on suit jackets, thinking you were gonna show up. Damn, I got Panda Express. Damn, my guy. It was tight, though. It was tight. <laughs> Bye. Oh, all right, later. <laughs> imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 